Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. Well, Turnbull, I need you to be honest with me here for a second. All right. Okay. Because I know my face isn't isn't the prettiest. No. Very, very self-aware. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, good. I have to look every day in the mirror in disgust. Mm-hmm. Now, how would you describe my nose? Your uh, nose? Yeah, as far as size goes. Well, let's see. You're hiding behind a microphone right now? If I go side profile here. Whoa, I'll see if you go side profile. That thing's <laughs> massive. I've never noticed that before. Yeah. Well, you know the old saying, right? Big nose, big hose. I don't think that's a saying. <laughs> I don't think that's a saying. Huge beak, huge deek. <laughs> you ever heard that one before? Never. No. I, look, I, I've been finding it very difficult lately uh, getting a, a mask over my over my potato. Sure, that's, sure. That's I can see that. glued to my yeah. face, yeah. right? So I, I haven't noticed it, it being more difficult to pull my trousers up, though. <laughs> yeah. So I, I read this little piece of, of research, and this is scientific, very scientific. Okay. Okay, so I, I trust science, hey, like anything. Sure. Vaccination, boom, I'm trusting science here. Yeah. Whether, whether it's, it's, it's important stuff like that or whether it's the connection between the size of your schnoz mm-hmm. and the size of your hog. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one here uh, says, men with big noses do have larger appendages. This study came out of Japan. Men with noses that were 1.8 inches long. Wait, wait, Japan? Yeah. Nobody in Japan has big noses. <laughs> Nobody. I, I mean, have I, you I, ever I, seen a Japanese person with a big nose? No, I, I mean, I've been to Japan. I've, I've, I didn't notice. No. No, I, I wasn't. You're right. And you watch a lot of uh, of Japanese smut, <laughs> anime all smut, I watch. yeah, and, you, and you've never to. noticed, <laughs> never anyone with big noses. <laughs> so men with noses that were 1.8 inches long had an average below the belt length of 4.1 inches. Men with noses that are 2.2 inches long, yeah, average 5.3 inches below the belt. Okay. Yeah. So and and I know I know that you just looked in the mirror right now in your vehicle in the rearview mirror. We're like, how big is my nose? <laughs> just getting the tape measure out. Like, two point two. There's mm. no way yours is two point two. I gotta say. Well, but it's not. <laughs> I don't think so. No. So you're saying no. there's no connection? <laughs> no. Yours kind of droops down a little bit though. That kind of makes sense. <laughs> what? Like a Fraggle Rock? <laughs> Another trend that it seems to be more and more. Well, I didn't think it was gonna catch on, but remember there was a. Got to go back a couple of months when uh, you had come across a story of a funeral. And at this funeral or celebration of life or however you want to call it, they had um, not had the body in the coffin. Okay. But they had the body sitting in a chair. Oh. Dressed up. Oh, yeah. Do you remember I, this? I do remember. That okay. was crazy. Okay. So it was kind of like. It, that was weird. They weekend at Bernie's uh, him. Basically. Yeah. Yes. So this is becoming more and more popular and there's a comp- uh, uh, a funeral home in Toronto right here in our own country that is starting to kind of get behind us a little bit today we did a, did something a little bit different um, as Bunny is a good friend of mine we wanted to maintain and keep his legacy going so you have the exclusive for our stage our first stage visitation um, whereby it's personalized and displaying the man who he really was so this 73-year-old guy named Bonnie Brent, apparently a really good drummer. Okay. So what they did, I've tweeted this picture out at our uh, city uh, Twitter account. You can take a look for yourself. So you walked, you go to this funeral to pay your respects to, to, to Bonnie, Bonnie Brent, and he is there in a yellow tracksuit at the front 
behind a drum set with drumsticks in his hand like he's ready to play a, a smashing drum solo. Gosh, that's got to be very tough for the person that uh, not only after doing the embalming, like to prompt them up like i can't imagine a body in rigor mortis is 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 easy to move i can't imagine how a lot of this stuff works the person who first of all is in charge of exactly that setting up the body also though like i mean i find like the visitation thing at a funeral is 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 hard enough when you have to look at you know somebody that like it when you have to look at somebody i had to do it a while back uh yeah no i it it weirds me out it is right they're all like blue and 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 they're they're just they're just lying there right they're just in a coffin and that's that's kind of weird enough imagine now your loved one is i mean basically playing drums you know, at his own at his own funeral. You know, it'd be really crazy if he actually started playing drums. <laughs> just buses, yeah. Oh, do you imagine old Bonnie Brent, seventy three years old, do, 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 <laughs> just playing red face drums? Man, weird start to the day. So pretty much every day, I, and I've I've changed my routine a little bit. Um, over the last like five, six months. And I don't know why. I don't know what spawned that. Mostly, actually, you know what it was? It was when they changed the lights, um, y- you know, the, the traffic uh, lights, you know, yeah. how they changed the cycle. Oh, so they, they didn't flash yellow anymore. Now, yeah. Or flash red, pardon me. Now, yeah. they, now they actually turn red and you have to stop them. <laughs> yeah, it's baloney. Yeah. Like I'm coming to work at yes. 3.50 in the morning. Like yes. there's nobody around. Yeah. Like why is this thing red? Like it's yeah. ridiculous. And Because I, I used to take Route 90 Bridge to Academy and then hook up with Wellington Crescent to River to the radio station sure. in the village, right? And now which way do you go? I go Portage Avenue uh, because this is why. Because I go to McDonald's every day. I go to the McDonald's at the corner of uh, Sherbrooke. Dude, yeah. what are you getting from McDonald's every day? Coffee. Just a coffee? Yes, just a coffee. <laughs> why okay, would you why would checking. you think that I just would get anything checking. else at that time of the morning? Wow. I mean, I know that you're a sucker for drive throughs And <laughs> if you're in the drive thru for a coffee, usually you'd probably get at least a hash brown. No, no. No. Possibly. Okay. No, no. Now this morning it was it was bizarre because I'm at that uh Sherbrooke McDonald's and I and I posted mm-hmm. this on my Instagram too at Teach Connors. Um there have been people walking through the drive thru. Mm-hmm. It, it's happened before. There was a time uh, during, I think, early on in the pandemic where I remember A&W said that they were going to allow that and, like, you could actually, but I thought they were the only ones that, like, were doing that, and it was just for that specified amount of time because usually they don't allow people to, like, you have to have a vehicle. You have to have wheels, I think is what they say. Well, not even a bike. Like, no, you can't that's just right. You can't even do bike. And have you ever seen a guy do takeout on a motorcycle? <laughs> I've no, never well, seen never, that. Actually, yeah, no, no, I've never seen a motorcycle on the drive-thru, weirdly. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you have to have four wheels, I guess. Uh, yeah, you must have yeah, four. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, what about those guys that drive the uh, the spiders, you know, with like the two wheels in front, the <laughs> yeah. one in the back? Yeah. It's only but, three. That's why. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So so three minimum <laughs> to go through the drive-thru, I guess. But I had these dudes, uh, they were kind of circling me, uh, asking me for money. Like walk? They were outside yeah. walking. Yeah, they were walking, circling yeah. me, do-rags on their faces and stuff. I'm like, well, at least they're protecting me from their droplets. Mm-hmm. You know, as they're about to rob me, (laughs) (laughs) at least they're protected and I'm protected kind of. They asked me for money and I was like, I believe me, dude, I have none. Um, it's, so, it's a, I find that very funny though how like they know what they're doing eh? because they're going to the people in the drive-thru who clearly have money because they're clearly buying right. stuff at the drive-thru I mean, it's a good and play. they use the excuse like man I got nothing on me I swear it's a free coffee well it's a good play like I'm playing I'm paying with plastic <laughs> oh yeah for your dollar something coffee yeah it was two yeah 220 yeah I pay on yeah because I, I need the points okay all right and also I would never keep changing my vehicle because I live in Winnipeg yeah <laughs> 
That's the first thing they teach you at a driving school. Don't keep any change in your vehicle because your windows will get (laughs) smashed and you'll have to drive around with duct tape on them. Yeah. So it was kind of just a weird encounter this morning at the drive-thru because I wasn't sure if they were doing a walk-through, which I've seen before. I wasn't sure if like maybe it was a stick-up. Um, but nonetheless, I grabbed my coffee and, and carried on. Now I, I bring up McDonald's because, um, the McDonald's drive through man, I don't know what your regular order is for me. It's a, it's a junior chicken and I get Big Mac sauce on it with extra lettuce for the extra lettuce. Eh? Yeah. yeah. That's the kicker. Well, it's healthy, right? <laughs> that's right. It's like it's, a salad at that yeah, point. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a junior chicken. <laughs> it's a chicken salad sandwich. Basically. You know what my go-to is, and I get a lot of flack for it. I get it's not a filet of fish. Don't even think it's no. a filet of fish. No, it's the uh, it's the wrap, the chicken bacon wrap. Oh come on! I know, I know. That's lame. I know it is, but it's good, man. You get that with the little side of the large fries and just oh right, because yeah, you got the healthiness of the, of the wrap, wrap, and yeah. then and then you might as well just just intake like four million tons of sodium. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. You probably get a full heavy Coca Cola no, too. Oh, those things are too big. Oh, you go diet. Oh. <laughs> So anyway, McDonald's in uh, in Singapore. It, it seems like we always get these notifications that like something really cool is coming somewhere that will probably never go, but it's got to come here eventually. This one is so ridiculously good looking, and I may make it for myself. Like it's actually one of those like I'm getting tingles in body parts. It's called the chicken cheese sandwich. So basically, it's a chicken burger, which I'm a big fan of at Mickey D's. Yeah, right. And then it's got a mozzarella stick patty on top of it. So you've got the oh the God. the chicken patty. A layer of cheese. Then oh. you've got the mozzarella deep fried sort of mozzarella stick patty. Yeah, yeah. And then they top it with lettuce. And then they put on a sweet tomato chili jam, which is basically that sweet chili sauce. And you can put any sauce on there. But yeah. man, like uh, how has nobody created this before? This looks amazing. I love the fact that they doubled up on the cheese too. Like instead of just having the the, the deep fried cheese. I agree. Right. They've got the actual cheese on there as well. Plus, you see what they're doing with their fries? Oh, in the McShakers. It's pizza. It's like a, it's called the, the pizza shaker fries. Yeah. yeah. Pizza shaker fries. So it's like, like pizza seasoning, I guess. Dude, they are living in the future in Singapore. Oh man. Like, like actually though, like it's tomorrow already, yeah. but they, <laughs> they, they are in the future now. This thing looks delicious. Like I'm making a homemade version of this chicken cheese sandwich. A little bit of mayo on the bottom oh, there. I know. Oh, dude. Looks great. Salivate. Hang. Last job interview you were in was for this job. Turnbull, yes. four years ago? Yes, yes. Did they pepper you with a bunch of questions? Mm, no, it was really casual. Yeah. It was, uh, we'd gone, I went out for, for lunch mm. with, the, with the PD. And the PD, he asked me, sorry, that's radio speed. Sorry, program director. Yeah. And he asked me uh, the, the age-old radio question, so what kind of music you got in your iPod? Your iPod? Yeah. Four years ago, he was asking about <laughs> an is, iPod. That is correct, yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So how many cassettes you got in your old cassette deck? <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Wow. What? See, that's funny to me because uh, I don't think I've ever been asked in a, in a radio interview about what kind of music I'm into. No, no. That and, was and the first question he asked me because, you know, you got to be versatile as a broadcaster. Well, that's what I thought. So that's what I said. You know, I, I can play Katy Perry and, and, and I can play Travis Tritt and I can, uh, yeah. you know, I, I can do talk radio, too. Exactly. You know, it's like that's what, you, you know, that's that would be what, what I would say. Be mm-hmm. like, hey, I can do any format you want. I assume they want to know that, you know, something about music, something about music, whatever the music is. Yeah. Right. Like if I said, like, I don't listen to music then I wouldn't know anything about any of these artists that we play. Maybe there's a bit of a flag. Oh, there are definitely people that that are like that too. 
yeah. that, that just don't listen to the music that, that you play. But then again, I'm also from the school of thought that like I don't necessarily want to – I listen to this music all morning, and, yes, and I feel like I have a pretty good breadth of knowledge of every single pillar artist that we play – that I don't need to spend my spare time no. listening to Led Zeppelin. No, for, exactly. For example. Yeah. So I will go and expand my musical taste. Right. I'm, I'm more on the alternative side of things. Mm-hmm. The new, the alt. The what new is, age. Yeah, what is, what is up and coming so right. I can remain hip and cool. <laughs> yeah. Right? So I can say things like, I'm hip and cool. <laughs> Your daughter must love that when yes. you say that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is that, Dua Lipa? She's like, it's Dua Lipa, daddy. It's Dua Lipa. <laughs> oh, right. So in any job interview, there's always going to be uh, some awkwardness, I I would say, because you're in need of a job. You're trying to sell yourself, which is awkward enough to do. Yeah. Like that's what you're doing is you're trying to sell yourself. You're trying to show them that you're the best person for this job. So you have to brag. Right. Humble. Uh, yeah. But some, for some people, it's hard to do. Right. I mean, not for me, I love talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> when you're as good as me, it's hard to be humble. <laughs> but for some people, it's hard to do. Right. Because that's what you're trying to do. You're selling yourself to the employer. I always love the question. Uh, I got one one time, and the question was, where do you see yourself oh, in five years? Yes, always. Right? Yeah. And I was like, not working at this radio station. <laughs> oh, no. Well, of course, because I, it was a smaller market, right? I, my, my plan was, I know mm-hmm. I say it like that, but my plan is within five years to be working at a bigger radio station. I feel like I used that sort of same line also in a job interview. I can't remember what it was for. Blockbuster. But I said, no, it wasn't Blockbuster. I see myself out of work. <laughs> In five years. <laughs> I see this company going bankrupt. <laughs> Stupid. No, I said something to the effect of like, I see this as a stepping stone and they didn't like that. Oh, really? Yeah. What about this one? There's a classic. Where do you see yourself uh, in the future? Taking your job. Whoa. I've heard of people go. doing that. It's aggressive. That is a big hammer sure. swing and move. Yeah. Now you, you would have, because you've had uh, like program director sort of duties before. Yeah. Did you have to like hold interviews with people? I mean, I have. Yeah. I always find it weird though. Like, I always know if I like somebody. I always know who's getting the job before I even do the interview process, oh, for the right? most part. Yeah. Once in a while, somebody will win you over. But radio is kind of different, too, because, you know, you you know based on, on audio samples. Now you just right. want to find out if you can get along with that person. Sure, sure. Right? Because you're going to be working pretty close. Wow. And so I think you have a preconceived most notion. I do, yeah. You do. But think about it. Like, think of any trades job. You hear of a guy, you're like, yeah, man, this guy's pretty good. I've seen his work. He's, he's built, uh, look at this garage he built. Right. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Right? So That's so basically all you need. Yeah, it's like this yeah. guy knows what he's doing, and and you just hope that he's a he's a good enough dude that that you can get on. He he gets along with the crew, right? Right, because that's what you want. You want good morale. You want like a team kind of thing. Um, so I I was seeing this uh, tweet that was going around viral yesterday talking about job interviews. Um, this uh, this gal in Los Angeles. So her job interview question and it was online, and the question is, and it's just just so weird and out there. But again, you have to. Be creative in your thinking on, on the spot, mm-hmm. right? So here's the question. You've been given an elephant. Jeez. Oh, you can't give it away or sell it. What would you do with the elephant? That's the okay, what is she? What job is she applying for? The circus? <laughs> <laughs> the giant <Seriously>? circus. <laughs> what is that? Like, what are they trying to get out of this? Well, they want to see your problem solving. Like, they want to see, uh, oh, you know. I can't. I can't sell it or I can't. What was the other thing I can't you, do? You can't sell it. Yeah. You can't give it and away. I can't give it away. So I have to keep the elephant. Yeah. Well, I guess I would I guess I would just keep it around. Like keep it around. Well, what else am I supposed to do with it? Well, why wouldn't you open a business where you hire the elephant out for events and make money? Well, because I want this job. Oh, okay. Yeah. Give me this job or I'm gonna make this elephant sit on your face. <laughs> 
next week. It all seems to be happening for people. I've uh, been seeing a lot more people getting vaccinated. Yeah, no kidding. Well, we saw the big uptick when uh, when the AstraZeneca got moved to, what, 40-plus a couple weeks ago? That would make sense. A um, lot of people, yeah, that I knew just, like, on social media and stuff like that were able to get in, like, right away, like, that day or the next day to get their appointments. And were, get you not, uh, were you not surprised at how many people on your Twitter timeline are over 40? <laughs> Yeah, no, point. like seriously, I'm good like, yeah, wow, yeah. I'm like, you're in your 40s and you still spend this much time on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's good you know point. what I mean? Like, I'll be 37 this year and I'm hoping to wean myself off Twitter by the age of 40. <laughs> I, I hope. Yeah. But then again, maybe not. Maybe I get more into it as I as I get older. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, all these people rolling up their sleeves and uh, Turnbull, you got on the list yesterday. Yeah, I got an appointment coming up in a couple of weeks. The 25th. I'm going now. Let me just. Check this out for a second, because sure. I got I got my appointment yesterday too. Oh, now when are you going? On the twenty second. Oh, okay. Yeah, my wife planned it right in the middle of the long weekend. Oh yeah, two p.m. on the long weekend. I'm like, Bad well, form. at least it's late enough in the day. Like I won't be super hungover standing in line. <laughs> Are you gonna booze going up to get my? Oh, are you getting the Pfizer? Yeah, yeah, I me too. So. Yeah, I'm getting the Pfizer because that's at the uh, convention center, right? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that must be the Pfizer center. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The uh, RBC Convention Center. Yeah, that's where that's where we got booked in on the twenty second, um, and and I gotta say I I don't really know. My wife is a, a tissue recipient. Okay. Right. So uh, she's been eligible for a while, but kind of figured, well, maybe we should just let some other people go first because she's pretty low risk, you know, working at home and stuff. Um, but you know, figured now that we're getting closer. Um, I, I guess now is the time to go. Well, especially because the, what they announced yesterday was that in the next two weeks, um, they're going to op- they're going to be able to open up eligibility for everyone over eighteen plus. So in a couple of weeks, everyone will be able to book their appointments, and they ho- they hope to get like everyone jab with their first jab by I think June, mm-hmm. right end of June or something like that. And I, and I hope second so. Second doses by end of July. So I mean. We we keep. I mean, it's. Am I being optimistic? Maybe, but. But that's you. We always got to be optimistic. Here. To, totally, and I, I just I feel like, man, if, if they've if they've figured out that they've got the capacity, I guess, to do that, to do all that, and get it going, like, man, I hope they're right because I would love to see everybody being everybody that wants to get vaccinated, you know, to get the shot by summertime. I saw I got yeah. a, a notification actually on Twitter. It was a it was a pop up from the Manitoba government. Brian Pallister and his cronies been tweeting a little bit hmm. and they said, uh, don't find any loopholes this year or like this next little bit. So we can enjoy summer because, you know, oh, people are trying to find loopholes mean, like, yeah, oh, yeah. if I stand on this side of the fence and you stand on this side yeah, of the fence. Yeah. Like, again, I, I am the first to say that I'm I'm skeptical about a lot of things that the government has, has done throughout this last year. Yeah. Uh, like, it's, it's no secret that I'm like, well, just it's some of it's not making sense. And, and I think that's normal to, to question things that are going on. Mm-hmm. Um but I will say that that I share your optimism in uh, getting this appointment booked for myself on the 22nd. It just kind of makes you feel like at least um, I'm trying because because there was a time there when, you know, <laughs> when they was first started, when the vaccine first started getting rolled out, where we thought, man, this is going to take forever to get everybody vaccinated. Right. At least there's a at least if you've got an appointment, you kind of feel like, OK, we're getting Something somewhere to look forward to, sure. which I've never looked forward to a needle like <laughs> no, that. I know. No. But it's weird because at least you, you feel like, you know, something maybe things are moving a little bit. It, it feels like one step closer. Now, I, I have to ask you the question. Sure. 
Are you going to wear a certain outfit, a specific outfit, a special outfit to go get your vaccination? Because I've seen there are a lot of people that have been going to get the vaccinations that are wearing vaccination outfits. What does that mean? What's a vaccination outfit? Like I saw this girl uh, post on Twitter. She wore like a nice Sunday dress to go. She was very happy to be contributing. (laughs) Really? It'd be doing her part, so she wanted to get dressed up for it. She wanted to look nice. Yeah. No, I can't see myself doing that. The one thing they tell you on the phone when you book it is just to wear a short sleeve. So oh. I guess I'll wear my nicest short sleeve. Oh, like that tarp you got on right there? <laughs> I said my nicest. That's not your nicest? Hanes Gray? Is that... That that shirt is the same color as my outlook about three months ago on <laughs> yeah, getting exactly. a vaccination. Pretty grim. The shenanigans continue. Outside uh, the studio at 166 Osborne. Um, We have had this going on for the last couple of days here. There's been uh, a party in the foyer of the radio station. Yeah. A couple of people just uh, seemed like they set up shop and they... uh, They live here now. They're just... Yeah, they moved in. They now live (laughs) at the radio station. Yeah. Maybe they're the new 92 and City street team. (laughs) Maybe that's them. We should give them some shirts. Some city shirts. Send them out. (sighs) (laughs) Roaming around the streets, like just like pumping people up to listen to the radio station. I don't really know what's happening. It, it seems odd to me that that people now live in front of the radio station. Like, cause it, so if you don't know how the studio setup is, we have a, a sort of a view of Osborne Street. If you're driving past, give a honk. Give, give these vagrants a, a, a little honk and a scare. But we're not like right on the street where like our window looks right onto the street. Like there's a foyer in between us. Yeah, it's a foyer and, and there used to be a Stella's and there was like a nail salon. A, it's like a pierogi place or something. Yeah. I think. Yeah, which I, I I don't know. A tough time to open up shop for sure for yeah. a pierogi joint. But um, anyway, yeah, for the last couple of days, there's been this party going on, and some guy with a backpack just showed up and pulled something out of his pocket and then yeah. handed it to the other guy and then grabbed one of the rolling chairs that they have out there and wheeled over, and it looks like they're about to engage in some kind of illegal activity. You think? I, I Really? I mean, I... I thought look. it was just two buddies hadn't seen each other in a while. They did a little handshake. Yeah. Is that what it is? I that, thought that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. This is cool. I mean, honestly, I, I can see it. for us. I know it really is. Because yeah. I, I went and I filmed them. If you follow my Instagram, at Teej Connors. Um, I thought it was our fans. Right. At the beginning. And then I realized very quickly that um, these people have no clue that we can see them through the two-way glass. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's the yes, one guy that's sleeping down here. Like, there's the one dude that's sleeping right here. Right here. <laughs> underneath our window. Yeah. Like, honestly. Okay. So, here's, here's how crazy this is. Just to paint the picture for you. Okay. We'll come back to what we were going to talk about in a minute. But like if I lean over this way, so I'm shuffling to the right and I reach out my hand, I'm honestly a foot away from a guy sleeping. I'm not even a foot right now because these walls are only eight inches thick at most, maybe five and a half inches. Maybe they're two by six walls. Yeah. And I reach over here. I'm going to give a bang. Wake up. A little move. A little movement. Yeah. There's a little movement. So I'm like six inches away from this dude sleeping in a, Yesterday, they came right because it's it's tinted, right? It's mirrored, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's on the other side, so they can't see into us. But if you come really close, like right up to the window, yeah. you can you might be able to see like shadows or something in here. And yesterday, two of them came yeah. right up to the window, like putting their faces like, <laughs> and they were they're like blowing bubbles against the window. I'll tell you, it, like what other, what other job could be this exciting? I mean, we are pretty lucky. I feel to be like watching what is happening here. I know, and I know. And, and nobody's done anything about this. Like, there's Should no. Should we have done something? About I don't this? know. 
I'm not I'm not chasing them out. I've chased people out of their smoking weed before. You know, but then I felt like an old man out yeah. there, you know, chasing Narc. people. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to be that guy. It's like now now it's kind of escalated. Well, and I mean, they're obviously keeping warm. They're here overnight, right? Sure, like they're yeah. Obviously, it's cold outside. I get it. They need a place to, to warm up. Yeah, hey. Um, it's just weird that it's got to be at our place of work while we have to watch them the whole like, time. The one guy puked in a planter about an hour ago, and, <laughs> and, and, and that's kind of why like this morning's kind of gotten crazier and crazier, where yeah. I figure we, we have to... We have to let people know what's going on. Like, this is too entertaining to not do a yeah. play-by-play. Yeah. And now, like, they didn't... Uh, I thought after you knocked, I thought the, the, the well, two guys that are... Well, they're probably in the station now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, come on in here. Are you giving out vaccinations? Is that what's in that? Oh. Hey, are you uh, one of those guys that's afraid of clowns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember um, remember my, my clown story when I was a kid? And my dad worked at the radio oh, station. Oh, right. Yes. The birthday party. Yeah, the birthday party. Yes. With Spoofy the clown. I mean, it was yes. bad enough. The clown's name was Spoofy. Obviously, I'm scared of clowns. I, I just don't like them. He told me that I was ruining his act. Right. Right. Clowns to me, like, you know, they're dolled up. They're supposed to look fun. Remember when you saw that clown in traffic coming to work that morning? I, I know. So that would happen like, what, a month ago? Yeah, about that. Okay. So in, in Minnesota right now, there's a small town, Annandale, Minnesota. Where they've had to put a uh, a release out saying that there's um, a clown that's kind of been roaming the streets. Now the police issued like a like a press release saying that they're aware of it, but they can't do anything about it because the clown hasn't done anything wrong. The clown's He's just, just clowning around. Clown's just walking around. <laughs> He's just. Walking around in size 44 shoes. <laughs> exactly. There are some like video clips of him and he's like, he's kind of walking like a normal person. Like he's just walking the streets. Now, but is he wearing the clown shoes or is he wearing normal size shoes? Wearing everything. Like he's a, he's a clown. Full fledged, full out. Everything's a clown about him. Okay. Okay. So now this guy's a clown. He's walking around and people are, you know, they're, they're starting to get a little bit scared because there's a, there's a clown walking around. But like I said, they can't do anything about it because this he's is, not doing yeah, anything wrong. He's a not, guy walking around yeah. in a ceremonial regalia for the Shrine Circus. Right. So now they've put this this uh, this sort of this, this city on blast saying like, okay, we're aware and let us know if this clown is doing anything. But this is causing some other problems for the actual clowns in in Minnesota who like do it as a profession. Because I mean, there's a, there's a job. Like if you're a clown in the... In the I know a guy who is... His profession, he's retired now, but yeah. his profession was, he was a, like a Shriners clown. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I played hockey, and I didn't know this guy, Chris. I, I had no idea that he was a, he was a clown. Mm-hmm. He was into clowning. Um, it was Uncle Chris the Clown was his name. And I was like, who's this bozo out here on the ice? Like, he's terrible at hockey. <laughs> Literally. Like, what is, what is he? He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, and I'm like, who is this guy? And they're like, oh, that's Uncle Chris the Clown. I'm like, well, no, he's just doing tricks right now. Like, right. He's wearing size 12 skates. No, he's not. He, his skates were too big. He looked like that old Play It Again sports commercial where the kid was wearing gear too big. Yeah. And, and it, that's what he looked like. Like he, so His he's pants just all, were huge. He's just always on. I like mean, there was, he never turned it off. He was always a clown. No, he would, and straight up, we, we had a hockey uh, Christmas party, and he would do these naughty tricks. Like he would do adult clowning. Like he would like snap what a girl's, like there'd be like a, a lady there and he'd be like, oh, oh, I got your bra. And he'd like pull it out of his sleeve and she'd be like, oh my God, where's my boulder holder? <laughs> See, so this is like yeah. a profession for some people. Oh yeah, livelihood. Right. Time. So that when people are dressing up like clowns and, and scaring people, it's, it's putting a bad mark on clowns. And it got me thinking about that time, about a month ago, I was yeah. driving to work. Sorry. Yeah. Pulled up, pulled up to the, tra- the traffic light and there was a man in just a normal vehicle. It was like an SUV or something, but he was 
dressed fully like a clown, like fully like a clown. And I did the double he had the take. makeup. He had the fake smile. He had the like smile painted on everything. Elka seltzer in the flower. And then I started laughing because there's a clown driving beside me at four thirty in the morning. Right, which is weird. Driving towards downtown, and then I I started going again, and he passed me, and he had the little squirt thing, <laughs> and he started squirting as he was laughing me driving by, and I was so confused, and I thought by telling that story in the radio, somebody would have been like, oh, there's a uh, that's that's the clown guy, yeah, just like leaving a, a late night. <laughs> party right. or something or there's like a there's like a, a clown thing happening there's a there's convention a here a convention a clown convention yeah well see the, the thing is too he was driving an suv which is crazy because <laughs> you think how many clowns can fit in an austin mini <laughs> he must have had 500 other clowns in that vehicle i didn't even think to look in the rest of his car no, to see how many other sardines were, were in there oh man <laughs> you get a bunch of clowns together in a, a rav4 i mean who knows? I feel bad, though, man, because it's giving clowns a bad name when you're getting uh, scared by clowns. Yeah, as if they don't have a bad enough name. Right. Given that, uh, you know, Krusty the Clown. Well, and I got to say, the clown. the clown that I knew, he's, uh, like I said, he's retired now. Just Do they have the- a pension? Do clowns get a pension? I don't know. Uh. He's part of the Shriners, so I don't know if, like, the Shriners group. Is there a clown union? <laughs> <laughs> the C and QB stands for clowns? Yeah. This they guy have, was they have their own union. This guy was literally the grumpiest man like I've ever met in my life oh, though. Yeah. But and, when he's on. But when he turned it on, oh yeah. He's uh he's the happiest clown. Hey man, you strap on that big red nose. You know, it's every, amazing all, all, all the world's problems just slip away. Yeah. <laughs> he was a happy clown. When he was a clown, but he was a grumpy a grump in real life. I yeah. guess when you're happy all the time for your job. Yeah, exactly. You know, you just you can't be happy outside of your work. Did he ride a unicycle only while working or did he ride it in his spare time (laughs) too? Only while working. Only while working. Yeah. Did you ever ask him for a hanky to blow your nose? (laughs) God, that bit must get old. You got to think. It's like, okay, man, I literally just need to blow my nose. Good joke, man. (laughs) It is Thursday morning. And this guy, although he has no Wikipedia page, he should. I mean, when you think of the uh, illustrious career, is illustrious the right word or is that too small? Does that minimalize <laughs> everything? Um, look, Sean Reynolds, you, you, you've been at, at Global. You've been at CBC, Toronto. Big, big talent. Somehow, you find yourself back in your home province covering this little hockey team called the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> Holding a microphone on Wednesday nights, Thursday nights, and whenever he gets a chance to hear the saying, Got to get the pucks in deep. <laughs> Sean, freaking Reynolds from Sportsnet. Good to talk to you, man. Great to talk to you guys. It's been too long. I've missed this, guys. I've missed our little Thursday morning chat. Oh, you're too nice. It's been uh, it's been a time, a uh, trying time for the Winnipeg Jets, finally breaking out of that seven-game skitter that they were in. What? Why couldn't they win games again? What? What's Why? What's happening? Well, I, I think the top end of that uh, that losing streak, the first five games of it, were all against the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Edmonton Oilers. So, so the scary answer to that may just be that you know the really really good teams in the North Division took a step forward, getting ready for the playoffs, and the Winnipeg Jets didn't. Right, and so I, I think the big question now becomes: Do they have another step to take? Because yeah, they won last night. It was a con- convincing win. It's something they needed to do. Uh, but in all honesty, if we really look at it, they got four goals that were fairly easy goals given to them by a team that didn't look to be playing a very good hockey game uh, and wasn't, uh, wasn't challenging them. So, uh, I mean, they've, they've taken the first step. They've broken that streak 
Uh, now they got to start showing that they can do it against teams with talent. The, the problem is before they get to the playoffs, they're not really playing that. The rest of their games are against, you know, two against Vancouver, one against Ottawa, teams out of the playoffs, one against Toronto at the end of the year where Toronto's probably not going to draft very many players. So uh, it's going to be a real question mark. Hey, they could run the table down the stretch here when their next four games. It's still going to be a very big question mark what they're going to be capable of doing when they get to the playoffs. Yeah, they're kind of limping themselves sort of uh, into the playoffs. How much stock did you kind of buy into the whole Paul Maurice hot seat thing? I know when uh, any team kind of goes through a long losing stretch, that's the first thing that comes up is, oh, the coach is going to lose his job. I know there were whispers of that kind of coming over the last few days. How much do you buy into that? Well, if you would have told me before the losing streak that there was a chance that he'd lose his job, even if they lost out in the first round of the playoffs, um, I would have said I, I didn't buy into it at all. But I do think that this seven-game losing streak, I mean, the, the Jets had never had a seven-game losing streak since returning from Atlanta mm-hmm. you know, in 2011. They so, had a few down yeah, there, though, hey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, but, but I think it kind of, Show, you know, expose the team a little bit. Uh, and I do think it's created a situation by, you know, if the Jets would have lost in the first round of the playoffs, they were going to have to play either Edmonton or Toronto. Really good teams, and I've said this, there's three really good teams going to the playoffs. One of them isn't going to make it out of the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And one of those teams is going to be extremely disappointed by that, but also by that token, you can almost explain away that loss because you're just, well, we ran into another really good team. Uh, after this happened, I do think it creates a scenario by which if the Jets don't make a strong push and either get past that first round or at least put up a really good fight in that first round, I think there's going to be a review of Paul Maurice's job, the likes of which we wouldn't have had if there wouldn't have been this situation where they kind of fell flat on their face. Sean Reynolds from Sportsnet, uh, obviously with uh, his eye on all things Winnipeg Jets all the time, uh, there is something else that that you always have a a keen sense on, and that is your appearance. Now, um, Sean, I I need to ask you, uh, you wear a mask, right? Uh, Like when you um, have to? Um, like, like, like a COVID uh, mask. Yeah, like, like a COVID mask. Oh, yeah. COVID mask. I thought, yeah, I thought we were going into some weird, like, hyperbaric chamber. Oh, or yeah, no, your, your BDSM mask. You're, you're always wearing one of those, eh? Just, just not on Wednesday Scotiabank hockey. No, I, I, I ask because your, your skin, your complexion always seems to be so good. Now, um, Turnbull's been pointing out that, uh, uh, you know, my skin, the more and more I wear masks, uh, maybe there's some kind of irritation, but I'm, I'm getting, I'm developing some adult acne, some mask. Me if he's getting uglier if you can believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. good. Now, is it makeup that, that keeps your skin like is there some kind of polyfilla that you use to keep everything looking so tight every night when I see you on Sportsnet? Polyfilla. That's that's a great construction reference, by the way. <laughs> that's good stuff. Um uh hey, I, I get the mask me too, and uh, you know, probably I would guess that that it, hey, when you're on when you're on camera, I always you know, as a, as a Lactabani dude, I've been taking heat for wearing makeup for a long time before my buddy was growing up, right? You've got to wear it or else you look like a, uh, you're a, a mortician Me. to go to work on you, right? You get drowned <laughs> out by the light. So, I mean, that's going to help for sure. That's going to be part of the deal. Um, but, hey, I, I, I'm just a dude from Lactabani who one day was told to put makeup on. I still don't know how to put it on very good, but... Uh, <laughs> That, don't feel bad, TJ. We all get the mask. Me. Uh, maybe some of us just hide it. Better. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, we will talk to you next week with any luck, man. So much appreciated, as always. 
Hey, I appreciate you guys uh, talking to me and giving me your time. The Bone Phone on Winnipeg's Rock Station. 92.1 City. Yeah, this bone goes out to the manager of the Sage Creek McDonald's. I want to apologize for calling in yesterday and being mad about you not serving ah, me a hamburger. Yeah. I, I just think, you know, we could, we can go back on that. It's not the manager's fault. Those are the rules. Ronald McDonald doesn't start serving burgers till 11 o'clock. I know, but at 10.55, you think that they could just, like the grill doesn't just turn, the, the lunch grill doesn't just turn on well, at 11. They just turn the lunch grill on for everybody else. I know, but at 10.55, every store. just so give the guy a burger. Right, fine. So here's something not to say, guys. After um, a session... Uh, and my comment was, that was excellent. And uh, the reply was, there's no need to grade our adventures between the sheets like it's a paper. Your thoughts? <laughs> oh, congrats. See, let's everyone, round of applause. The guy got some action and then called the bone phone immediately. <laughs> like she went out for a dart and he's like, oh man, I got to tell some people. About it. You know who's going to care? TJ and Turnbull. <laughs> That's who's going to care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to go home later and think about that guy <laughs> doing his business. What up? Like, why, why would you call then? That seems like a weird... I, yeah, I don't you know. You do you, man. It's, yeah. a, it's an open phone situation at 780-BONE, 780-2663. I'm going to have nightmares now. <laughs> yeah. Just thought oh. I'd uh, give you my McDonald's story. Oh. Gone all my life. I'm an old man. And... Uh, Last year when they uh, closed the restaurant uh, in April, I take my bicycle and go to the drive-thru. And the manager tells me, you you can't uh, take that here. You know, he's concerned about my safety. I told him I'd ridden all over the city. He said, head office, no no, no trespassing. So, you know, I, I quit going. I saved myself 50 bucks a week. I lost 30 pounds. You know, now I'm having uh, coffee at home and go out occasionally. Hey, what are you going to do? Okay. So McDonald's ended up actually saving his life. That's what he's saying. He lost 30 pounds and he's saving $50 a week. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That, that guy, the fact that he rode his bicycle as an old man through and got turned away. Drive through and got turned away. Like now, now in that case, maybe, maybe I'm, cause I'm always going to take the old man's side. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, even that time he said horrible things to us. <laughs> what did um, he say again? Uh, it doesn't matter. I, I don't have it pulled up. I, I started with a clean slate here this okay, week. Okay, all, all right. right. All right. Starting with a clean slate, yeah. buddy. This is just rude and offensive and disgusting. So I'm sitting at uh, Maine and Higgins here. Guy starts yelling at my truck for no reason I know. Takes off his mask, spits a huge loogie right at my window. Joke's on you. My truck's fully equipped with a pressure washer. Ha! Have a good one. Some people. Just gonna hate. What, what, what logo do you have in your truck that some guy at Higgins and Maine wants to spit on it? Man, I've always wondered, like, how heated you have to be to spit on a vehicle. You know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, like, what's going on that, that you just, that's what I'm, this is how I'm going to prove my point. I'm going to spit on your vehicle. Well, it's obviously somebody who's not thinking straight. Because during a pandemic, obviously honking a loogie on somebody's windshield is. Right, is, but that yeah. makes it, that makes it worse, right? Because so you're doubling down. This is how, this is how much I think about you. Right. Not only am I going to hawk a loogie in your windshield, I'm going to hawk a loogie in your windshield during a pandemic. But it sounds like it was unprovoked. 
Like, I mean, if this guy said something, True. if there was an exchange, yeah. if this is an unprovoked spitting attack, I mean, that, that's uh, you know, that's assault. Yeah, that's he, assault on the Chevy. That's true. That's assault, brother. That is assault. <laughs> that's really gross, actually. It's disgusting. Like, I, I mean, I, what do you do, though? Like, well, you what, just what, wipe your windows, I guess. See, if that's I was it. him, I would have taken the pressure washer out of the back and not worried about the loogie. I would have just hosed the guy <laughs> yeah, down. That's right. 1,500 yeah. PSIs in the eye. How do you feel now, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what's with this texting or was it tweeting? Was it seventy six triple two? I mean, that's boring. You don't even hear anybody talk. I don't have all that technology. That's so stupid. <laughs> all right, that's the clip I want you to isolate. <laughs> you need that one. You can play that one later. I don't need the guy calling up and telling us how his, his interaction with his lady friend went. That's the kind of interaction. That's the stuff I need to hear every day on, on the bone phone. I'm so stupid. I, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm so stupid. Okay, you want to talk about pet peeves? Oh. Slow shoppers. Big lineup down the street. Um, the bus. Oh. People that litter. Like garbage all over the place. Uh, that's a lot of beef. You know what my pet peeves are? Rambling callers. <laughs> Your pet peeves, those last two callers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. And we will just wrap it up here. And you're right. I, I, don't, I don't know why this happened. But I guess I get it. Everyone can do their own thing. Just saw a guy... Driving a motorcycle with a mask on. Like, really, man? Whoa, you guys are messed up. The Bone Phone. Call 204-780-BONE. 780-2663. 921 City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. 921 City, Winnipeg's Rock Station. That's Turnbull, I'm TJ. And uh, join on the drums there in the background. I know you can't hear or see it, but uh, if you go to my Instagram, at Tej Connors, uh, you can uh, watch the man playing the air drums outside the studio. The oh, is people that, that what living. he was doing? It was, it was some kind of ninja move. Oh. Yeah, there, there, there have been some, some people living in the foyer of the radio station here for the last couple of days, and I'll, I'll tell you, it has just been a pleasure to have them part of the show. Yeah. Yeah, we've enjoyed uh, getting Their to company. know them through window. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm a little disappointed they didn't offer a swig of the tall can. Are you? Yeah. Or at least to share the dart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, (laughs) pass that dart over here. Just slide it through the the crevice under the door. (laughs) Yeah, there's like uh, half an inch of glass separating us from a wild, raging party right now. And we're just going about our business. You know why? Because we're professional. That's right. Now, Turnbull, I got got to ask you. There's there's some things that are going to come out of your body at times that... Some people may find funny, but some people may find annoying. And I, and I say this because you're going to be a dad, and there's going to be noises that your body starts to make. I, it's just ha- it happens. Starts to make? Like, I, I don't make them yet? It's like when you become a dad, you start making them? Yeah, maybe you do. Maybe you don't. I mean, you know, there are some some sounds. And, and when I say sounds, I'm, I'm thinking, like, you've been around people that are constantly, like, clearing their throat. <clears throat> oh, yes. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So annoying. Yeah. Like, what, what, d- d- just take a cough if you need or whatever. There's uh, there's somebody I know who, uh, I'm not sure why she does it, but uh, every once in a while, like, you'll just hear her go, mm. like a moan? Mm. <laughs> it's really strange. So she's so she, so, so <laughs> yeah. sitting there. Just sitting, like, mm. we, and all of a sudden you'll hear, mm. 
<laughs> okay. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there was this guy, Larry, uh, Larry Elder was his name from Brandon. Yeah. He used to have a cabin beside ours at Clear Lake growing up, right, right beside my grandparents. And he used to go, like, why? What was he doing? Like, he would say, he would say, no, it was like a, like a, like a, like a honky kind of, like, like he put breathing. a little stank on it. No, no, like oh. he, he would, he would finish a sentence. It was almost like punctuation. <laughs> That's gross. Hey, Dave, how's it going? Huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dave, yeah. Huh? <laughs> you know, yeah. like it, it was how he would, he would punctuate his statement. Right. I'm ah, going to go fishing today. Huh? <laughs> That's so strange. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. People people make some weird noises. Like sometimes like that one I feel I he just couldn't control. My buddy Tron Boski, his dad, as he aged, he started to lose his hearing a bit. Yeah. So he would go to try to get kind of the inner ear thing. Going. I think so. Maybe it was like a blockage in the ear or something, but he always like he would sit there at the dinner table and he'd be like, like, like it was like a like a like the the firing up of a of a two stroke engine. Put 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 you know? Yeah. It's weird. Um do you make any weird noises? Seven six two triple five. Uh because it's happening. It it goes down. Cause sometimes like Is there something you do now? I I, I, I think so. Like I like I think sometimes I I do make noise. And it just comes like like I don't know. Sometimes you just like grunt like 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 a like a it, it could be almost perceived as frustration. And then I go like the Tim Allen grunt. <sighs> no, but that's it. That's up. That's a, <gasps> yeah. That's true. That's like a puzzled. <laughs> but but again, I I don't know why it's it's typically men. 40 plus, 50 and plus. It's, it's, by the sounds of it, they don't have control over it. It's just something that, uh, you know, they do. Okay, like J-Rock from the Trailer Park Boys. Oh, man. It's like a, it's like a um, crutch in conversation, but it's also just like a weird. Or the, uh, the, the, the teacher from South Park. What does he say? What does he do? He does. Uh, I don't remember. Okay. Okay. That's okay. it. That's it. Okay. I hear a lot of people okay. doing okay. Yeah. After every sentence. Okay. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Oh, this is good. Uh, texter at 844. By the way, 762-555 is our number to reach out. My dad audibly, like, moan chews when, she's, when he's enjoying his food. <laughs> like, okay, so, so my idea, hang on, this is how I'm picturing. Like he's, he's, but you gotta, yeah, take the bite. <laughs> oh, here's one. Okay, how about this? Uh, and, and I think everybody does it. You, okay. Yeah. Crack crack a can of oh, soda. Yeah, of course. Take a take a swig. And you're what like, do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Always. Always. That's so annoying. Always. We all do it though. Always. Yes. That first sip when you open a can. Always. You know what? This is a good one too. Texture eight five one. My throat gurgles once in a while, just like my mother's did. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't start until I got to my forties. <laughs> what are you doing when your throat's gur- like? Okay. Seven eighty city. Seven eighty twenty four eighty four. I guess we gotta have a call here. Hey, good morning. Are you making weird noises? Uh, well, I, I don't know that I do personally, but there's a guy at my cabin that kind of makes this noise where he'll talk and say, oh, yeah, you know, I had a couple beers the other day. <laughs> <laughs> so it, he's, it, it, it reminds me of a movie, and maybe you'll get the movie where he's, uh, you know, oh, I'm from uh, Danish. I'm Danish. I love... <laughs> Gold. Yeah, gold memory. Yeah, yeah. 
So oh, weird. It reminded me of, and I, and I like, I try not to laugh, but usually laughing anyways, always telling stories. Oh yeah, this guy, you know, it's always a guy at the lake that spins a few <laughs> yards. Like he's just letting loose of who he actually is within the confines of the perimeter Monday to Friday and just unpacks it all at the lake and just starts making noise. And <laughs> Maybe, yeah, maybe just steam from the week coming out out of it. True. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks for the call. Really appreciate you. Yeah, you guys take care. Have a good okay. morning. You too. All right. Um, There's another one that I, I actually, that now that I think about it, the, I, I do this sometimes. Uh, It'll be like a confuse. I'll do the, um, you know, the, the kid from the Simpsons that works at the drive-thru? Like the, what the hell is that? Yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> When do you do that? Sometimes, like <laughs> when I'm finishing. <laughs> when I'm finishing mowing the lawn, I get really excited. I, I, I get that last blade of grass cut. And it's again, since I've become a dad, it's like I yeah. mow the lawn. I got my white New Balance runners on. I got my Lee's dungarees. I'm a <laughs> Open text coming up. This is your chance to ask us anything. Oh, this is a nice one. Texter391. You guys are caps lock, so they're yelling at us. Hilarious. And Turnbull's laugh. Crying face. Oh. I laughed all the way to work. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, here's one for you. Fill in the blank. 762555. What's the first thing that comes to mind when I say white van with no windows? Mm. First thing that comes to mind. Open Tech on 92.1 City. Winnipeg's Rock Station. For Prairie Summit Shop Winnipeg. Gear up local for spring adventures with new spring stock arriving weekly. Check us out at prairiesummitshop.com. Okay, 762555 for the open text portion of the program. Uh, We always go through your text messages. Most times have a good chuckle along with you. Always appreciate them. Really do. Now, I just threw it out there. First thing that comes to mind when I say white van. And Turnbull, you were, you know, you're maybe, you're a little bit younger than I am. A little bit. So I, I didn't expect you necessarily to get the reference. I think everybody kind of gets the reference that it's it's probably a tradesman. It's probably well, somebody going to work hard. That's not where I was going with that. Oh. I, like a lot of the other texters that texted in, was thinking you were thinking of, uh, you know, guy the white with van. The, the white van who wants to give you candy. Oh, come yeah, on free into Wi-Fi white van. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That kind of pedophile sort of thing. Oh, yeah. See, and uh, those vans get a bad rap, man. Sure they do. There's a lot of people that aren't out kidnapping people (laughs) with white vans. I will say, and somebody brought it up, uh, it's not Chester from the 1990s, but the white van, Chappie. Chappie was the OG creeper with driver out in the white van. They send out this press release. So I'm in like grade six or seven. They send out this press release. Chappie, driving around in a white van, old guy, creepo, trolling for kids. Right? So I get this press release and I'm reading it. And I'm, my buddy Jeff and I, we're reading this thing. We're like, Chappie, 81 years old, uh, paralyzed on his left side. And, and my buddy and I were laughing. I'm like, man, I hope this guy in the white van comes around. Like, I can't wait to show this guy how I can dust him because I'm so fast. <laughs> like, I'm 12 years old and I can sprint a marathon. Dude, I just finished running the Manitoba Marathon on Father's Day weekend. So Chappie was just like, he was, yeah, he was a, a guy. A guy in Winnipeg. Yeah, he was that, local. That was kidnapping people. Yeah, yeah, mostly children. Mostly. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, he's he's probably long dead. But he was like the famous. He was the first famous white know. van guy. Okay. He was the guy. Like he when you saw a white van in the in the photo and then like the newspaper. Yeah, yeah. And Chappie. Okay. There was like an artist rendering of this it. old man paralyzed and like chasing <laughs> people down. I didn't know that. That's where that stemmed from. That it stemmed from an actual guy. Yeah, he one guy. Chappie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Souring the name of white vans yeah, everywhere. Exactly. All it takes is one person. That's it. it takes one Chappie. <laughs> Takes one chappy to take a chappy. Um, okay, so left my sideburner on for four days. Full tank. Done. Got the number for Hank's tanks. Aha. Uh-huh. Hank, we haven't heard from Hank Hill in a while on the bone phone. I know. It's disappointing to me, too. Maybe he's uh, hurting hard with the pandemic. True. Hank's tanks. Not yeah. a lot of people barbecue. No, it's barbecue season now. No, he must be good. I got to go see okay. him anyway. Um, wh- what's up with that weird free mammogram check stop sign on Highway 59? <laughs> I'm not familiar. <laughs> Neither am I. <laughs> But it's a Maybe, weird... I mean, hey, if it's free. True. should always get Check checked. Check it out, yeah. <laughs> I would go to a sanctioned uh, would you? doctor. I think I would. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, could you imagine, like, if it was, like, you know, offering free, like, backdoor inspections? Like, you wouldn't be... Really? Like, you wouldn't Maybe just... Maybe that's what Chappie's up to nowadays. <laughs> Chappie in his <laughs> retirement age. Jeez. That's awful. That is really, truly terrible. Um, you guys talk about trying new things, <laughs> and you never tried the Korean burger at Wendy's. Uh, I know, never did. Is it still around? Like, is it still on the menu? No, I think no, it it's went, done. It, it's gone back. Yeah, it's yeah. They'll bring it out again. It's like the McRib. It comes out every six years, and <laughs> everyone lines up like it's the greatest <laughs> thing ever. And it's like it's okay. Just saw on TJ's Instagram that your fan club is back. What's it like having a live audience every morning? It's uh, a little bit um, scary sometimes. Yeah, when when that one guy there just pulled something out of his pocket, I wasn't really sure what was yeah. happening there. We have some people living in our foyer over these last couple days. They just moved into the radio station. Yeah. I don't know how to get them out. Like, do you call 911? Like, I'm I'm not doing that. They can hear everything we're saying Squatters right now. Squatters rights, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. Squatters Who rights. knows how long they've been here? <laughs> yeah. Y'all ready for new Stranger Things? I, yeah, is it being released sometime soon? I haven't heard. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so ready. It could be released anytime. But I, I do like Stranger Things, and I will definitely watch the new season. Lost me, out. man. That Did show it? lost me. Yeah. Really? Yeah, once it started going to that weird tree world thing where they went out to the compound. I hope this isn't a spoiler, but the first season the was kind of like, world. you know, they go out by that compound, the chain link fence and whatever, and then they go into like that weird world sort of. Well, like the underground, like the, yeah, the yeah, upside yeah. down. Yeah, I didn't that like was that. season one. Yeah, I know. That's when it lost me. <laughs> Show sucks. <laughs> 921 City is Winnipeg's rock station. Nirvana. Hey, I have a question for you, Turnbull. What's up? Uh, would you go to prom if you didn't graduate? Um, pro- like with my class, I assume. Yeah, Not just you- like someone else's prom. Yeah, probably I would. Like if, if you were, you know, you knew you were going back for a victory lab because you couldn't get through it in four years. There was yeah, too much material in consumer math for you for the first four years. Because <laughs> I mean, with your group of friends, the group of friends that you were, you know, sure. went to school with the, yeah. your entire time. Absolutely. Right. So how did they all pass and you didn't like, but you know <sighs> what I mean? Like, would you, wouldn't you be, would you be embarrassed? Probably. But you'd still go. Who cares? Right. Yeah. It's, it's a party. It's okay. A party. Okay. If you didn't have feet, would you wear socks? Well, no. What would I wear socks on? Oh, that's why I ask. Now, if you were in a band, okay? What are you getting at here? Here's what I'm getting at. Just follow me on this. Okay. And I'm going to take you behind the music here. Oh, hang on a second. Hang on a what? second. What? What? I have a theme song well, now? Well, you're going to keep bringing up all this weird behind music trivia. 
We'll do the VH1's little theme song here before we start. Okay, so the name Chad Channing doesn't ring a bell. No. Does it? Don't know. Okay, so when you think of Nirvana, you've got names like Kurt Cobain, Chris Novoselic, and Dave Grohl. Absolutely, right? yeah. So in May of 1990, Nirvana comes back from a tour, and Chad Channing was the drummer of Nirvana. And he said, you know what? I don't know, man. I know we got this album, Bleach, but I just don't think this band, we suck. We're not going anywhere. I'm going to leave. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to start up a band called The Fire Ants. Oh, good name. Right. So then the next year, we all know what happened. The album Nevermind comes out from Nirvana. Huge. Groundbreaking. Yeah. Earth shattering. Yeah. Iconic. Cultural phenomenon. Absolutely. Chad Channing, uh, touring locally around the Northwest, Pacific Northwest, with The Fire Ants. Nirvana, global stage. Huge. Massive. So, Chad Channing, in 2014, all right, as Nirvana is going into the Rock and Roll Hall of mm, Fame. Yeah. Chad Channing showed up. How old is Chad Channing now? Oh, Chad Channing is like 50. Yeah. And he hasn't been up to much. Chad Channing is, is not doing much. No. No, no he was, he was um, working. He was doing car detailing for a bit. Okay. Um, he had a job. He was a lot guy for, uh, I think it was Microsoft. One of the, one of the companies that's based out of Seattle, big one. Okay. Um, he spent a little bit of time, uh, just traveling with the fire ants. Right. Which I mean, again, a very household name, yeah. you know, in, in Eureka, Washington, they sold a couple of tickets, like literally two, yeah. a couple <laughs> of tickets. Chad Channing went to the rock and roll hall of fame ceremony. And that's why I asked. Was he if, invited though by the other guys? Not necessarily. He just showed up because he yeah. felt he was part of he was as part of it as the other guys. Yeah, yeah, because he was on on the Bleach album, right? And again, a couple of non credited things later on. Well, but, I mean, you know, he deserves a little bit of recognition. He did say that he was happy that that Dave Grohl um, really took the lead on drums that he started basically. Like, like he's, well, he's like almost he's basically saying, yeah. you know, like I started this, but I'm happy you taken over for me. I'm happy you're the guy now, man. Right. Right, right. It's like a, almost like a backhanded compliment. Mm -hmm. Like Dave Grohl, yeah, you're okay. Yeah, but I I'm guess you've done all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're not. I could have been in Foo Fighters too if I you, stayed you in know, the band. I, I could have started a band called the Foo Fighters. Yeah. I could have been in them Crooked Vultures too. Right. I could have. I could have had a song right now with Mick Jagger that's on the radio called Easy Sleazy. Oh yeah, banger. Could you imagine Mick Jagger and Chad Channing teaming oh, up, dude? Could you imagine Chad Channing? I can't. <laughs> no, no, I can't. I actually can't find a photo of the guy from the last thirty years, and I'm trying desperately. Well, that is it for us and uh, another edition of Behind the Music. And uh, well, we just watched a grown man pee onto the uh, window took, of the radio station. Here. That was, basically, he took a pee right in the planter, right beside me. Yeah, I saw I saw it. You saw everything. I saw it. His bush was too big. <laughs> the, the bush that he was peeing into was too big. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't see much. No, I saw it. Yeah. I guess it's not true what they say about a big nose. <laughs> is that true? Big nose, big hose? Is that... <laughs> Is that an actual saying? I never heard it before today. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. you have a great one, and uh, we will connect tomorrow. Arena, TJ, and Turnbow will be back tomorrow on Winnipeg's Rock Station, 92.1 City.